Thanks for joining us today. You're listening to the podcast. If you don't know, now you know. I'm your host, Mr. Hecker. Please enjoy the show. Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to If You Don't Know, Now You Know. My name is Mr. Hecker, and uh, this beautiful guest I'm joined with today, Aleki. Brother, how are you? Fantastic, brother. Thanks for the invite. No, so, um, no, no. feel very blessed here, man. I appreciate you coming on, and we've, uh, we've got a lot to talk about, too. Um, but what I always like to start our podcast off with is uh, where can we find you on our social media? So if someone's out there listening or watching this right now, they might be able to go suss you out. Um, what's your Instagram? Instagram is Aleki SCH at no underscore one love. One love, yeah. And I'll I'll also put that up on the screen and down in the description below so you guys can go and find him. But let's jump straight into it, brother. Let's uh let's start with some gratitudes. Today is Friday, and I like to start my Fridays with a bit of gratitude. So what's three things you're grateful for, bro? Oh man, just um first, um just grateful to just be here, um, waking up every morning, giving thanks, uh, morning rituals. Oh, man, um, I got that from you guys, mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> especially you, mm. because you you um, yeah, have it down pat. So, um, yeah, I've taken some of that into my own morning rituals, which is, man, it fills my cup every morning before I start my day. So, oh. so bloody blessed, That's brother. It. Hey, brother. Hey, you got to win that morning, win that day. Yeah, yeah. And second, uh, grateful for um, just where I'm at today and how far I've come because this wasn't always a smiley face, you know. So I feel very blessed. Yeah, just grateful for where I am. And third, um, very grateful for people that surround me, like yourself, um, all the brothers everywhere I go, just connecting with people, man, it's it's amazing, um, the gift that we could share in, in, in growing each other to yeah. be better men, to be better humans, so yeah, yeah very blessed, brother. Good very way to blessed. start it off, bro. Yeah, and uh, for the listeners out there as well, uh, me and Lecky have known each other for a couple of years now. It'd be coming up to a couple <laughs> of years, and um, he's been there the whole time. Like our whole journey, we've grown, we've um, we've gone through the goods and the bads, and we're consistently growing and, and always in the work as well, and, and trying to improve ourselves and set an example uh, for the people that are around us and that surround us as well. So um, I just have to big big thanks and big love to Lecky because he uh, he's one of those bros that just shows up. Shows up. Yeah, man. And, and and that's the only way. You need to show up for yourself. And it's an example for yourself to be reliable, dependable, for others to 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 follow as well. Mm. So yeah. yeah. And you do that and I just have to tell people like a little touch of a story before we um get into the whole <laughs> wet, like Aleki's one of those guys we, you know, we started our men's medicine, um, like, yeah, we were like last year, like about this time last year, we were on a real roll, travelling around everywhere, and Aleki was like, doesn't matter where we were, we were in Melbourne, we were in Sydney, didn't matter what town, Aleki was always there, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, and like, we, we were very new to each other then, I'm like, bro, this Tongan fella, he's everywhere, I'm like, what is he doing, where? like, he was everywhere we go, Aleki was like, yep, I'll be there this Saturday, I'm like, Sweet, bro, I'll see you there. Yeah, like Melbourne. I mm. said, you know what? I will get work in Melbourne. Oh, I'll organise a meeting so I can do the walk as well. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> in Sydney, good. same thing. So um, <clears throat> I feel blessed with the work as well. That's allowed me to travel mm. um, and also do the work and connect with people as well, which yeah. is good. Yeah, bro. Just big love, hey. Mm. And so I want to ask you, just so... People get a bit of an understanding of what your current situation is now. What do you do? I know you have All Brothers United, so explain to the people what that is and, and what you do for work. Yeah, I've um, been in the industry for 32 years and straight out of school, straight into the industry. In the construction industry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, 
what I do now, just fast forward, I'll, I'll, I'll backtrack later. Mm. Um, as, as you know, the culture and the industry is fucking shit. You know, the, um, the masculine ego plays a big part in the, um, the culture, you know, and, and, and all the shit that's in the industry, it, it's all on a high, you know, the, the drugs, the alcohol, the uh, gambling, the, the violence, the, uh, the bullying, everything, um, suicide, which is really high in the industry. And, yeah, for myself, um, it's culture that needs to change in the industry. And a lot of people didn't believe in what I do except for my old boss in Dubai. Um, going back eight years ago, I was, um, yeah, I hit the gutter, lost everything. Um, people owed me money. And it's not a nice place to be, you know. And, and, and you're living in a different city, in your car, mm. in your car. That was in Perth, hey? Oh, no, that was in Sydney. In Sydney. <clears throat> and thank God it was in Bondi. Because the people, you know, it's like the Gold Coast. The energy is high. Mm. You know, the people that live near the water, they get up early, they exercise I ended up doing that as well, getting up, exercise, talking to people, being homeless. Yeah. And that kept me, yeah, kept me alive. Kept you alive. And Gave I, me hope. Yeah. And I know there's a whole story around that. We're going to jump into that yes. um, in a minute. But, like, right, it's, that's so true. Like, the culture in the construction industry, it, uh, <clears throat> it's not the best. Yeah, it, it needs a lot of improvement. It's been that way for so long. Yeah, everyone that I know knew before me, and I'm sure the people before them had the same problems and it was the same issue. It's a very uh, toxic masculinity environment. Hundred percent. There's not much. Uh, there's no support there. Yeah, there's no support, and there's too much ego. Mm. The they they've um, what I see is they've forgotten how to be, <clears throat> yeah. how to be men you know, uh, connecting with other brothers, you know, learning how to um, love and respect yeah, fellow human beings, you know. The bullying in the construction industry is a big thing. And mm. I, I, um, I, I had to witness that through my um, carpentry apprenticeship as well when I was coming up. And I had, I had so many fights with tradies like, tr that were qualified. And mm. I was an apprentice. Obviously, you have to do what you're told, which is all good and well, and I did. But there's like a, a level of like, you do what you're told, I, I worked hard, but then there's like the mm. I'll put you down and bully and belittle yeah. you, and um, that was like, yeah, I got into so many <laughs> domestics because <laughs> I was like, no, nah, man, I'm not taking that shit. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, um, you know, when you start off, you know, um, you're just in it because you want to learn more. Mm. But as you slowly, slowly get a taste of it, like for myself, I ended up being a bully myself mm. because. I was conditioned as a, a um, being bullied as a little kid and just growing up over the years and still being bullied until I left school. And I became a kid who ended up bashing bullies. Yeah. Protecting the weak. And I got carried away. And, it, it, you know, I was even bashing people who would just just mouth off. Yeah. Because I was conditioned to, hey, after so many hidings, I took on the story as, oh, you get them first before they get you. Yeah. Before they get me. Like, and because I had my <clears throat> ass kicked that many times, you start, <clears throat> you yeah, you start, um, what's it, um, reprogramming yourself to defend yourself and have that awareness of, oh, shit, he's going to get me. But it's only a story, really. Mm. You go, fuck, he's going to get me. So I'd get him now before I get my ass kicked. Yeah. So what I used to do was I was like, I was always looking for, okay, quick, swift, 
fast. Get in there first. Yeah, yeah. Because if you struggle later, you're wasting energy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 it, and, and it could, you know, he might get the upper hand. So you've got to get him quick, you know. But that was a vicious fucking um, trait to have. Because so I, I took it into my adult life as well, you know. Um, I should be fucking dead yeah. now. Even, um, um, you know, or, or, or fucking crippled or something, you know, in jail, mm. you know, for all the shit I've done. Um, I was that crazy guy because I wanted to fit in. After being bullied, you know, your self-esteem and is fucking shit, you know, and all you're doing is wanting, oh, you want to fit in with other people. So you're first to go, oh, yeah, okay. I'll take on these people for us, yeah, for us. But really, for the recognition, yeah, the yeah, fear. yeah. And they'll go, "Oh, yeah, he was a good guy. He was a good guy. Yeah, you should see him fight." Blah blah blah. But when you look at it now, fuck, that was fucking coward shit. That's you know? dumb shit, eh? That was dumb shit. You know, like I was that crazy guy. If you know, five guys were were picking a fight and I'm by myself, I'll be the guy running towards them. <laughs> you know, and I go, fuck, I want to test myself here. You know, that's the fucking ego. Yeah. And when I look at it now and go, fuck, what for? For, for what? Yeah, nothing. Yeah. yeah. What do you get out of it at the end? Nothing really. It's just like on a high, oh, yeah, I challenge myself. But when you look at it, you go, really? What's that? Yeah, like you fucked up. Let's go, fuck, you're a dick, Alecky. <laughs> <laughs> you're a fucking dick. You're a fucking loser. At least you snapped out of that now, hey. Oh, man, after doing <clears throat> the work, you know, and, and being humbled by being in the gutter. Yeah. And and being on the rocks, you know, ready to jump, you know. Um, you know, I went through a lot of stuff eight years ago, which pushed me to the edge in Bondi on the rocks. Yeah, ready to jump. Yeah, and we, we've had this discussion before yeah. as well. So for the people that are are listening as well and watching, um, like break that story down for us because I know there was a time in your life where you didn't want to be here. You didn't want to be here, and you're at Bondi. Yeah, and yeah, and it and you were going to jump off the cliff there. Yeah, and and what happened before that? Yeah, what happened before that is um to the root of it, I didn't work on myself. Fully, I'd do like a workshop here, a seminar here, but there was too many gaps. The gaps were too far apart that it allowed my old shit to creep back in. So, you, did you do you feel like you only did the work when you really needed it, like when it's too bad, like when it's too late, like when things are slumping down, and then you're like, okay, I better to go do some stuff rather than staying on top of it. Hundred percent, brother. Yeah. And um, what happened was. I went down, oh, I finished a, a big contract in uh, Mackay where I um, was there for 12 months and when I came back home, I was home for about three months and I said, shit, I've got to go back to work and it was quiet as in Queensland and I said, shit, I better go to Sydney, I better ring around and see where the work is and, and, and my old boss's brother rang me up and said, hey, Come down, I've got some work for you. And little did I know, that fucking job. <laughs> was that <laughs> the one? Was that the one? Inside out, yeah, that's the job. We all, like, even being in construction, <clears throat> there's some of those jobs that you get and they're just like. And, and I've got to say, it was the worst job and that I've ever worked on. And the tension, you could just feel the energy on the job. With It was like a big melting pot. All different races that had, um, you know, all the um, the Croatians and uh, Serbs. They don't like each other, so they were still at war. The uh, the Greeks didn't like the Italians. You know, all it's like all the old shit. They they're still living it today, yeah. and they bring it onto the job site. And you know, the the, the there was the um, the Arabs. Yeah, they didn't like anybody, <laughs> and 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 there was. Uh, uh, a few of the poly boys, Kiwi boys, you know, we always get along. The lecky, the tongue and horse. <laughs> <laughs> the tongue and horse. <laughs> and um, this job site, I couldn't believe, you know, guys 
you know, there were like bikies on the job, different chapters from around from around Sydney, and I was going bloody hell, shit, you know, I I could see in their in their tool belts, um, they weren't Stanley knives, yeah. they were like fucking knives to fucking knife you, knife. you know, and I said fuck. How did they get on site, you know? And, and 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 the people running the job didn't have the balls to tell them. So they beat it, like, can't be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, and, and one guy, I think he was the safety guy, he had a fucking gun in his pants, a real gun. Yeah. And he goes, hey, have a look, brother, have a look. And I was going, what? And he goes, have a look. And he, and he just pulled his trackies. And there was a bloody pistol sitting sitting in his jocks. And yeah. I went, what the fuck? What do you need that for? And he goes, brother, have you seen all the people coming onto the job site? It's either me or them, man. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd probably be looking out for yourself, especially if you're the safety officer as well. There'd be a few concerns. Yeah, so, so um, yeah, this is the, the corruption in, in the industry that people don't talk about, you know, like... Um, how I got paid was, man, it, it, it was fucking cash. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I was going, hey, no money's in my bank. Hey, when are you putting that money? And they just said, hey, meet us at this apartment in Bondi. So when I went there, I saw all the other contractors there <laughs> as well. And some little guy just walks in, walks in with a little uh, backpack. And he just fucking tips all the money. Onto the uh, fucking table, and there's fucking like two, oh, over 200 grand yeah. just of cash. And he goes, Hey, that's yours, that's yours. And he goes, Start counting. Yeah. And as soon as you know you've got yours, let him know. When everyone gave him the uh, thumbs up, he just walked out and disappeared. Sweet, go. And it happened again the next week. Oh, that's <laughs> the next week. Count your pay up and you beat it. <laughs> and I said, Right, I'm going home now. Um, no, uh, I'm going on holiday with uh, my wife and my children. So, um, yeah, we went on a cruise. But uh, fast forward, the last day of the cruise, I had a call from my um, leading hand. He said, Alecky, the money's not in this week. I said, what? He goes, yeah, the money's not in. And I said, fuck. So um, my wife already... Uh, Already started panicking then. Yeah, yeah as you do. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they um, while they um, went back home to the Gold Coast, I went straight back to Sydney and started chasing this money. And, man, it took me a long time to get that money. I think about four or five months. Mm. And, and, and that pushed me to being in my car. The reason why I moved in my car... Um, my little brother, he looked up to me, yeah, and and he told me that uh, he was having a few dramas with his girlfriend, and he asked me if I could um, give him some space because oh, I was only so you were living there. I was like living in his in his uh, one bedroom apartment in Bondi, and on the sofa. Ah, oh, okay. And um, and I just said, yeah, bro, it's all right. I'll just go and stay with my mate down the road, uh, Tiago, the, this Brazilian guy that was uh, working on site. He, he just lived a few blocks down the road. But I knew I wasn't going there because he was a fucking pot smoker, you know, and his house smelled like pot. Yeah. And I just said, nah, I can't stay here, you know. Not the right environment for you yeah. to be Yeah, he'd turn up to work fucking stoned. He'd get back home stoned. And I said, man, how the hell are you surviving, man? You know, you smoke every day. But again, um, yeah, just, I just ended up living in my car, bro. Just every night parking in a new spot so no one would complain. <laughs> but thank God it was Bondi, you know. Yeah, there's a Tongan guy sleeping at the front. <laughs> yeah, there's a the fucking car. Tongan guy sleeping. In, it, hey, ring the cops, ring the cops. There's uh, some big guy. <laughs> Sitting down there sleeping in the car. How was that? Like, did you have a big car or a little car? I had my Navara ute. Oh, yeah. So, was so that the black one? No, I had a silver one before that. Okay. So thank God that... Um, that I did have a, a ute to sleep in, yeah. you know, and, and, and this money not coming in, fuck. 
I was um, like um, my boss, who, who was also paying me, it came in drips and drabs because he wasn't being paid as well. Yeah. And, and um, the main contractor, I think, owed him like quarter of a million. For myself, it was only about 80 grand. Mm. And um, I just said, fuck, I need to get that money. And like, he'd go, hey, come over, I've got a couple hundred dollars for you, you know? And I said, fuck, that's not enough. <laughs> yeah. That's not enough. So, you know, I, I'd send the bulk of it back home and I'd just keep myself 50 bucks, you yeah. know? And, and, just and enough to get by. Just enough to get by, you know? Or um, thank God I met uh, some of my brothers. Friends, you know, they they invited me for barbecues every week. So I go, oh yeah, okay, cool. You know, yeah. there's a feed here. Yeah, <laughs> you can get through. You got you got a, you know, you got a barbecue on a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, but most of the time, you know, I I, I was arguing with um with Jackie because yeah. of um you know because the pressure. Yeah, Jackie's your wife. Yes, just yes. Yeah, and that, that would have like put a real a wedge in between <clears throat> you guys' marriage oh, as well. Oh, definitely. And I think um, um, the financial stress is the biggest killer in any relationship. You know, it does hey? And and like my daughter was going to uni as well, and I was paying for her uni, and um, and and my son also relocated to Australia as well, so he was at school too. You know, um, like I have four kids, Jackie has two. And um, I have three daughters in New Zealand, yeah. but Tyler was the one that chose to move over. And um, yeah, so that's another story too, because I was challenged to go to court as well, you know, to yeah. fight custody. <laughs> <laughs> so while going through this, being homeless and, and fighting for custody as well, um, yeah, what happened then, um, um, going back to sleeping in my ute, fuck. I'll tell you, there was a lot of tears in there, you know, yeah. in my ute just thinking, what the fuck have I done, you know, fuck, what's happening to me? And, you know, and, and, and went into a little depression, you know. Yeah. Were you blaming a lot of people? Oh, man, I blamed everyone. Yeah. It's, even myself, you know, and why shit wasn't happening and, 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 and when I look at it now, I, should, I just didn't do the work or have the tools to tackle this problem. Mm. So, so it really fucked me up with me not, not committing to doing the work when I, when I started in 2007. So that really fucked me, you know, fucked me up big time. Yeah, it would have been hard. It would have been a real low, low time. Because um, especially when people owe you money like that, it uh, would have been a hard thing for you to sit with. Oh, man. Um, a lot of anger? Oh, man, a lot of anger. I was going, man, these guys, they owe me this money. And <clears throat> I couldn't take it anymore one night, and I was parked up in uh, Mark's Park in Bondi where um, they got the cliffs there and the lookout. And, yeah, I just had enough one night, and I just said, fuck, yeah. Oh, yeah. Time for me to just fucking go, you know. And... While I was walking through the park, um, yeah, climbed over the fence, walked up right to the edge, and all I could hear was, jump, motherfucker, jump. My ego was fucking, fuck, it was loud, eh? It's just, just jump, you fucking coward, you motherfucker. And man, it was all, man. It was fucking evil, man. You know, yeah. the voice that was telling me to fucking jump. And then what stopped me? I heard my youngest daughter's voice. Where's my dad? I want to see my dad. And fuck, that, you know, that overrode the jump motherfucker. Ego. Her voice came out really loud. Where's my dad? Where's my dad? She was six at the time. And fuck, I just broke down when I heard her voice. Mm -hmm. And I was still on the edge, you know, and just slowly moving back and sat down and just fucking cried, you know. And I was going, fuck, what the, you know, what the fuck am I doing? What the fuck am I doing, you know? But I know if 
I was drunk, lucky I didn't even have money for beer or yeah. drinks. I would have just ran and fucking. You would have just launched yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Hey. I would have just ran and. Wouldn't jumped. have been a second thought of like I can't yeah, really stop yeah. and think about this. Yeah. So, so I know that there's um, someone watching over me, and there's a bigger plan for me. You know. So I feel very blessed. So going after that, I did it again the next time, but I didn't cross over the fence. I just stopped at the fence and and, and I caught that thought and said, what the fuck are you doing, Aleki? Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> so you went back to go do it again. Yeah, I went to like, do it again. I was fucking you're depressed in a low, again. Like, yeah, I was in low again. What about, um, like, was it like a week after, a day after? Do you know? Do you remember? Like, oh, it was a, a few days after. Okay. Because every time um, I'd argue with Jackie, it'll go, oh, shit. Mm. You start blaming yourself, blaming the world and hating, and then you start walking, walking. And as soon as, as, soon as I got there, I caught those thoughts and I said, fuck, what are you doing? You fucking dick. Stop. Stop. <laughs> you, yeah. I guess you're probably really lucky that you never had any drugs or alcohol at that oh, time. Man, that's I, where a lot of people go wrong. Yeah, I feel very blessed. Um, I, um, yeah, feel very blessed that I didn't um, drink. I think I, I stopped drinking for about two years. Mm. And two years then too. Yeah. So um, that really helped me. And I don't know, things just happen for a reason, you know, because do, I, I, I shouldn't be here. Mm. And, and after that, I said, you know what, I'm going to fucking go and get my money from, from, from um, this builder. And I was with my boss at his apartment and I said, hey, let's go get our fucking money. And I don't know this guy. I just said, fuck, this guy got no balls. He said, Aleki, they will pay us. They will pay us. And I said, fuck, you haven't been paid since last year. Yeah. And 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 he was fucking, he was a wuss, man. And I just said, let's go. And he goes, no, they'll pay, they'll pay. Ring Joe, ring Joe. And I just said, oh, I'll ring this guy. Mm. So... I rang him up, and this is how these scumbags work and, 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 and not pay people, you know. I rang him up, and I said, hey, buddy, you, you got my money? Mm. You know, I, I said it nicely to him, and all he said, who the fuck are you? Who the you fuck fucking you? piece of shit, you scumbag. I don't owe you nothing, you cocksucker, you <laughs> fucking, you know, motherfucking all this. And then... Lucky I didn't take it in. I just said, I'll see you soon, brother. Yeah. <laughs> and I hung up. <laughs> <laughs> and while I was driving from Bondi to West Sydney, I was driving out to West Sydney and, um, and Para, and while I was driving there, all I could think about was the different scenarios, how I'm going to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you're rock bottom <clears throat> and you've lost everything, you got nothing. It's not a good spot to be in. You got nothing else to you lose. You don't give a fuck, especially yeah, if you've yeah. just gone to a place where you're about to fucking take your life and jump off a cliff. Yeah, you know, twice in the one week. Yeah, there's uh there's not many other options. Yeah, and I just said, you know what, I'm going to kill this guy. I said, I don't give a shit, you know. And I said, if I go to jail, I go to jail. I got nothing. Mm. I've got nothing to lose. So here I go. So um, while I was driving there, this is how evil, evil, when you're in a dark place. All I kept thinking about was how he hurt my family and my family and, and where he's put me as well. But I was also thinking about the other 200 people on the job. They didn't pay. Mm. And I went, fuck these scumbags. Say fuck. All I keep thinking about was I'm gonna snap his legs. I'm yeah. gonna snap his arms. You know, I want his family family to carry him to the shitter. Yeah. You know? Feel that, you know? Feel that shame, you know? I just wanted to fucking, you know, really hurt him for hurting me, my family, and all the brothers, you know. Um 
my other good friend, they owed him, oh, nearly 200 grand. And I said, fucking hell, you know, these guys have families and, 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 and people to pay, you know. So so they've, they've created um, a wave of... Yeah, it's an after effect, it's yeah, a domino yeah, effect, of, everyone yeah, else in yeah, line as well. everyone else. And they didn't give a shit, you know. We were at one site asking, you know, when are we getting paid? And and he said, you don't need it. You have your house. You've got your car. Fuck, you don't need any money. And said, hey, we need to pay our workers. They just laughed. And I said, fuck, that fueled me too. And I said, fuck, this guy's going to yeah, die tonight. <laughs> and when I, got, when I got to the office, I saw everyone walking out. Eh? And it was about five o'clock, so it was knockoff. And I saw this guy running around the back you know, through the glass, mm. the glass door. I saw him running around the back by himself. And I said, okay. And I burst through the door and I said, hey, where's my fucking money? <laughs> he said, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and this guy's big. He's about 150 kilos, you know. I lost a lot of weight being homeless, so yeah. I was only fucking, <laughs> I was only fucking 90 kilos. <laughs> so here I was standing standing there in front of this big guy and I said, where's my fucking money? He said, who the fuck are you? As soon as I said my name, like he saw the fucking devil. Yeah. It's like he saw his last day. <laughs> and then I saw he fucking ran. He, 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 he darted into one of the rooms. And I said, fuck, I better get him. He might have a gun. Yeah. Because these guys, I've seen them. And I see the people that surround them. Fuck, they, 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 they're not nice people. No, they're not. Man, they, they, these guys are carrying fucking guns, fucking knives. And, and you hear it in their talk, you know. Oh, fuck, we stabbed this guy last night. Oh, fuck, we bit the shit out of this guy. I didn't give a shit about that. I just wanted my money. Yeah, you just want like, <laughs> You're like, fuck it. Oh, I've got nothing left. And when I ran into the room, I, <clears throat> I, I ran into the room and, and he had his back to me. And as soon as I was going to grab him, he turned around and he had like 10 grand cash. And he goes, here's 10, here's 10K, brother. <laughs> and I said, fuck. He's my brother now. He's your brother. You're <laughs> what, happened, brother. what happened to the cocksucker? The, Fuck a you. piece of shit. Fuck you. And I just had to pause. Yeah. And I just said, Fuck, someone is looking after me. Well, you got 10 grand out of you. Oh, man. I asked him, I said, Where's the rest of the money? And you wouldn't believe it. He came looking for me every week with 20 grand in a paper bag and said, Hey, where are you, Aleki? And he'd drive like 20 Ks every week looking for me. He'd <laughs> ring me up and go, Aleki, where are you? <clears throat> I said, oh, I'm in Bondi. And he'd come looking for me every week and give me all my money till it was paid up. And I just said, fucking hell. I was the only one that turned up, turned up to get my money and I got paid. He's the only one that showed up and got yeah, paid. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Everyone else, my boss never got paid. My other mate who, who's a contractor never got paid. And this is how fucked up this job is. I went to Dubai. So so, so that's another story. I, I Being homeless one year, then ending up living in Dubai the following <laughs> year. But coming back from Dubai, this job site was on fucking four corners. Oh. You know, it was under investigation by ASIO the the federal police it was um yeah it was that job was fucked up yeah and corrupt from the start yeah and and what happened was why they were under investigation was what what prompted everything was some of those guys who were on that site went and joined al qaeda no. that's why that's why they um, started investigating that whole job and everything started to, look into yeah, it. yeah, and everything started coming undone, you know. And it, it, going to court, the whole lot that was on, and I said, hey, I know that guy. I know that guy. <laughs> You've seen him on Bloody scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was it like getting that 10 grand? Do you remember what the feeling like, that first oh. 10 grand? Because like, that's, you would have been just like, oh, the weight. 
it was the biggest relief, you know. And I just said, fuck. What I did was I kept 500 and I sent the rest back home to pay the bills, pay the rent, um, yeah. you know, upkeep, you know. But all I keep thinking was, fuck, that guy just saved his own life. Because mm. I came here to kill him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all I keep thinking was, I'm going to punch him in the throat. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to punch him in the face. I'm going to punch him in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> going to do something nasty to him. Oh, man. Yeah. I just said, nah, this guy's going to pay. Because he does it. You know, heartless, you know. Yeah. Seeing that families need their money to survive. They need their rent. They need food on the table. Kids got to go to school. These guys don't give a shit. And I just said, fuck. This guy's gonna die tonight. He's gonna <laughs> die today. Did you, did you get a feed or anything with the five? Did you go oh, get a feed that day? Oh man, I went and I <clears throat> treated myself. You know, yeah. Sushi train. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> sushi train. You would have had a stack of plates too. Oh man, it, it was about this high, bro. It, it, you know, it, it was rare. It was my first. Um, Do you remember what you did that night as well? Like that probably would have been a bit better of a sleep. Oh I feel. man. I Did you just, have a good sleep in your car? Oh, man, I was just driving, and <clears throat> I was up here. Yeah. I was up here. And, yeah, it was a good feeling, man, that weight. Just Off left, shoulders. You know, and also letting Jackie know, hey, that, that some money in the bank. That 9500 would have made the biggest difference. Biggest difference. Oh, hell yeah, you know. And and getting, you know, and getting um, uh, the 20 grand the following week, I just... Paid everyone out, yeah. you know. Paid all the workers. Paid because they, yeah, they were waiting as well. Mm. So, I was in that, I was in that low because I'm responsible for the workers as well because I employed them. Yeah, you know, and them, and them not getting paid and 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 feeling what their family's struggling through. You know, I feel that too. You know, so that really made me. Go and get my money when yeah. everyone else was just sitting back and just going, you know what, we'll just wait. Yeah. They'll pay. Or, no, don't. There's some evil men that, that's with them, you know. Let's, it let's would have been that back. bully mentality that they had to say, hey, no, you're not getting it. Yeah, yeah, man. Bully, man. And, man, that's the first time I was going to kill some bullies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it's the last time, too. Oh, man, now... I I I um just with the work that I'm doing, man. I just um I feel the energy. Yeah, you, you you're very aware of those situations. Yeah, I'm and aware dealing with those people now. So oh, you never man. put yourself in that situation again. Oh, definitely. You know, I could feel it now, even when you um you know walk past the job site. Yeah, you can just go fuck, fuck something not right here. You know. But yeah, lucky I've got that awareness now. So yeah, so you went to Sydney. You nearly jumped off the cliff two times oh, in a week, and then man. you got your money back, bro. So you hit some lows. Oh and man, you hit some really lows. low? Yeah, yeah, bloody low. You know, and and I I did a um, I did a talk last week um, at a Hutchie's job in Mermaid Beach, and why I've created All Brothers Unite. Um. You know, there's so much uh, pressure in the industry, the demand for people to do the long hours, to hit targets. But they're doing it from a place of, you fucking do it, or we'll fucking get rid of you. Yeah, Insta Instead of, hey guys, let's work together. We'll get this done. Come on, you guys do this. Do It's working together. They, they, everyone's on different sides. Mm. And, and that's what I brought up um, on my talk, that no one's on the same side. It may look like it, like hello and stuff, but as soon as you start working, fuck. Yeah, that's that's so true. Even like on bigger jobs that I've worked on, people will be like, no, that's not my shit. That's that's that says there's like a line there, like a, yeah, an yeah. invisible line. Anything on that line, that's your bullshit. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to touch it. It's not mine. Yeah. And, and, and... I created All Brothers Unite was creating a culture, a culture, and and as you can see on uh, Luke's shirt, the respect, love, and integrity, the um, the respect, the love 
everybody and everything and the way you speak, the way you act, as if your parents or, 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 or someone you respect is standing next to you. That's how you talk to people. Mm. And the integrity, doing it when no one's looking. Yeah, not just for the cameras, not for the shine, not for the praise. Yeah, and that's, and that's the big test, doing it when no one's looking. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I'm so proud of the boys because um, there's uh, 40 young men Yep. And, and all brothers unite. And they've taken on the leadership and everything that that I, um, that I stand for. And they're standing for that as well. Yeah. And, and creating a culture where, you know, and, and I got that from you guys, hugging the guys, you know. Like, I used to hug people, uh, people that I meet. But showing these young men to also hug as well. So there's handshakes when they meet each other, but the hugs, yeah. and, and, and the hugs that they do on site now is, I see you, brother, and I got your back. Got you. Bring together, hey. Yeah, yeah, and and the boys love it. And, and even the contractors, everywhere we go, we're complimented by, fuck, your boys, man, the energy your boys bring onto the job, because there's also... <clears throat> No shit talk. I don't want any shit talk on, on the job because leaders don't talk shit. And that's what I, I preach to these young men. Don't talk shit because as soon as you talk shit, it's already showing us who you are. <laughs> I said, hey, it's the, all the signs are there. Yeah, all the signs. And I said, is that how you're going to talk when your parents are there? I said, don't, don't talk. Don't waste your energy talking shit talk to lift someone or yeah. talk to help a brother you know or be an ear for someone you know so so it it feels really good where the company's at where where the boys are showing up and doing the work work as well you know the the walks the the workshops yeah. because i know for myself when i first came to oz i said hey man i've got to get all these tickets so i can be like a super worker you know i'll never be out of work but you know what it took me to the fucking edge of the rocks because all i could do was figure out and solve problems on job sites i didn't know how to solve the problems inside and up here and that's where the construction is fucked up we're overskilled, but there's no one training in here. Yeah, no one had to teach how to deal with your own. Yeah, problems. yeah, and that's why, and that's why, <clears throat> I share with, with with some of the men on the jobs is, you know, if you're this king, if you're this king, you have to look after your kingdom, you know, and we fall into that trap of, yeah, man, nah, they're my kingdom, nah, don't worry. You know, I'm the king, I'm the king. But I fucking tell you, because I've been there, if you don't look after your queen, your your princes and princesses, your the people in your kingdom, they're going to fucking look for another king. Yeah, <laughs> well, they'll move, they'll change. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and, and it's a big wake-up call when you've lost everything, you know. And, and that's what happened to me because I didn't look after my kingdom. You Most know? of your marriage, eh? <clears throat> yeah, um, um, yeah, I think you don't know. I, I've, I've also divorced. Um, you have two marriages now. Yeah, I know the, know the recent one we had a conversation yes, a little while yes. ago. Yeah, um, yeah, Jackie. That, that was a long time coming, hey? That, that one took a long time to, uh, <coughs> to go through that whole process, I, I believe. Oh, definitely. And, and, and it's really woken me up you know, into who I am, who I'm being, and what I deserve and what other people deserve as well. Um, yeah, I've been divorced for about three months yep. uh, from Jackie, and it was so funny. Um, when we divorced, we were talking about it since last year. Yeah. 
I remember you too. I think yeah. when you come down to Sydney. Yeah, yeah, to Sydney, and I say, "Fuck, this is what I have to do." But but what it told me is, I burnt the divorce papers. I burnt them. It, 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 that's what I got in my message, and I said, "Okay," but you know me, I'm very stubborn. I was stubborn, <laughs> and I just said, "Nah, nah, not gonna do it. Not gonna do it." But but this is, but this is, what happens when 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 you don't follow your truth and you give in to to your wants and your need and your neediness. You know, it was like me having that need. Oh no, I'm gonna lose her. No, it's that neediness of me wanting her mm. instead of going. Hey, you have to do it. Yeah, what's you right? You have to do it. You have to do what's right. You have to honor her as well, and she deserves a king, not me. I felt like the fucking joker, you know, <laughs> only giving her the scraps because I, I was too busy working, you know, pouring my time and energy into work, and that's what happens when you focus too much on the work. At what cost? You know, you lose all the loved ones that you have, you know. And I was going, fuck. I've been doing this and I'm fucking unaware, you know. So, yeah, just doing the work has really made me, made me really dig deep into myself, into like, fucking hell. I really love this woman. And you know what? keep doing the work not for her but for myself because what I got from uh, when we were doing the bridge was I can't give what I don't give myself yeah. and that's a fucking big 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 lesson for me you know that I got you know when we did the bridge in bridge. Brisbane yeah yeah the biggest thing that stood out to me there as well something I always ask myself this too at what cost yes I always like anything I do um, now I sit on my okay I do this, I do that. At what cost? Yeah. At what cost is? And it's uh, I realized this a little while ago as well. Working all these hours because I've had a few different jobs now where I've just worked myself <clears throat> to the bone, and yeah. I'm like, at what cost? It cost me my friends and um, probably mm. my youth as well. Yes, yes. A lot of my youth and like a lot of fun times and getting out and yeah. traveling and stuff like that. I'm like, it cost me that. Yeah. Now I'm getting into my last of my twenties. Yeah. And I'm like. Oh, at what cost is it now? I'm like, yeah. no, I got so much life ahead of me. Yeah, man. Did you, you celebrate? Did you celebrate your uh, your divorce? Oh yeah, you wouldn't believe it. Like <clears throat> we, when we got our divorce, lodged the papers in the courts. You know, because it's this Corona. You know, you can't go in and lodge the papers. Everything's online. <laughs> yeah. I said, whoa, wow, save the trip. <laughs> you know, so yeah. And that day we just got changed, wore wore you know dressed up. Went and had a beautiful lunch, you know, and fuck, we um, we had so much laughter, so much love, connections. We had a lot of reminiscing. There was so much love there, and then I, I realized, fuck, this is a good feeling. This is what's been missing all these years, you know, and I was stubborn. You know, stuck in that, oh, no, I need to make the money. I need to make the money, you know. Um, you know, that's, that's the problem we get into where we think that <clears throat> being the provider is tied in with money. And, 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 and I'm thinking, fuck, how come I'm not the provider of love, protection, connection, all this shit? You know, having that balance. All I did was... 80% work, 20%, you know, for the kingdom. And that, and that unbalance fucking, you know. Yeah. That's, that's a really big, um, understand, like great topic there because as men, we always like, <clears throat> we, I want to provide, I'm the provider, but they only ever want to understand that they're providing finances. Yeah. What about time, love, connection, mm. energy? Like that is, as a provider, that's part of... Yeah. And another trap, you know, construction workers fall into is, oh, shit, I'm the breadwinner. 
I can do whatever. Oh, you know what? I deserve a beer. So they're going to have this one beer after work and in construction. One beer goes a long way. One beer is, is <laughs> one beer is not, never one beer. That's the golden rule. Yeah. One beer means I'm going there to have a beer to yeah. then have another one. Yeah. So they and have so another forth. one and another one. And then while they're doing that, they forget about their kingdom, you know, and honouring their word, you know, and hey, or, or, or being connected. Hey, what does my wife need of you know, want from me today when I finish work. What do my kids need, you know? We're too busy going, no, I need to make the money, need to make the money, and then you're fucked up and you go, fuck, I need a beer now. Yeah, <laughs> That's, yeah it's a really good topic because a lot of guys are like, okay, they work really hard and they're at work all week and they're like, oh, I just need a break. I just yeah. need a break. And they go have that break, but it's in the wrong setting or the wrong scene. Yeah. It's like, what about your wife? Mm. She's at home. She's pro- she wants to probably just spend time with you. Yeah. What about, like, She's been waiting all week. She's been probably looking after you, making sure everything's all good, looking yeah. after the kids. Yeah. And then you get you do a really long week's work, and then you just go out and get on the piss. Yeah, and 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 that, you know, we fall into that trap of um, we feel entitled to do it. We go, oh yeah, and nah, I've worked so hard. I'm gonna go have a beer or have a night out with the boys. You look back now and go. Fuck, you're a dicker, Lecky. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, what the fuck were you doing, you know? Fuck, what the fuck, you know? I'm in the same boat. I've done that so many times. Oh, well. man. Hey, but, you know, you're still a young fella, you know? Mm. But look at me, you know? I Learning when you're nearly 50, you know? And I say, fuck, you know? So so I, I love seeing the change in the younger generation, you know, coming up that they... They can see it quickly, and and we've got uh, brothers who are there who could pass on the message. And hey, it doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to follow the old patterns that 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 the industry's um, displaying. It's a nice feeling, hey, when you see like someone, like I, I come across quite a lot of people <coughs> as well, and I'm like, oh, how how old are you? Yeah, and like uh, talking to them about life, and they're like, I'm like, wow, yeah, like, I'm like someone was around you that knew the right thing, yeah. And you didn't go through all this shit. I'm like looking at my life and my life's been okay, but I'm like, fuck, you didn't like, you, they didn't have to do all those things. Yeah, yes. They got, I'm like, fuck, that's awesome, man. It gives, you know, I have a lot of gratitude for people like that as well. Oh, man, I I know that all brothers is doing the right thing and, and the environment's good. Mm. Uh, we've had a few boys leave and I said, that's okay because I always tell them if you ever leave all brothers, Go somewhere better. Mm. And they always come back, fuck the environment, shit. Yeah. Oh, nah, man, I miss you, brothers, you know? Or, nah, man, I didn't like the people there. Man, they, they got some issues, you know? And I said, yeah, just come back whenever you're ready, brother. Oh, you know, because it takes a bit like that. They have to experience other sections as well. Yes. I never realized how lucky I was in some other jobs mm. until I went to the next one. Yes. And I like for me I actually had this conversation last night with one of my bros. I've had so many construction jobs. Yeah. And um me and him are very the same. We've known each other and I'm just one of those guys like I'm just like, you know what, fuck you, see ya. <laughs> and I like I went on a job before and I went on Smoko. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> oh like, yeah, I know. You know what? I'm going on see ya Smoko. You know, I just fucked off. I was like, Yeah. That guy's a complete dickhead. Yeah. And I've seen that on the job sites like like you know, this is how shit the culture is when I first, um, I think, 10 years into it. If you drank with the boss, your job was safe. Mm. And everyone else who didn't drink with the boss, see you later, mate. Bye. <laughs> hey, the job's uh, coming to an end. See you later. And they'll hold on to the guys who don't fucking turn up, guys who are always pissed all the time, or they turn up and they're drinking. They take forever with their smokos, their lunch, or they knock off early, or you see them talking on their telephone all the time, and, and you go, hey, what's going on here? They say, don't worry, he's protected. Yeah, he's, just, <laughs> yeah, he's in the pockets. And know. at the end of the day, holding on to dead wood, you know, and, and I say, what are you really showing that guy? You know, what value are they showing him, you know, um, as a boss? What are you showing him? That it's okay to, to fucking be that example for 
other people coming in, fuck, it's a turn off, man. It is, hey. Mm. It's environment's mm. everything. Mm. Environment is everything, yeah. and I always preach this to anyone that comes to me and maybe asks me for some advice or things. Mm. I'm like, your setting, your environment. Yeah. Tell me about it right now. Yeah. All the problems are right there. Yeah, yeah. All your all your issues are within your own circle. Yeah. Your surroundings. Yeah, hundred percent. And and how I know also is um you know, when we go to job sites, um we did a job up in Townsville, um Townsville last year and we went up there and there was man, the workers there look like they just woke up. They, they, it's like they're still on the fucking drugs and, 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 and you can still smell the alcohol in their breath. It's like they just woke up. Yeah, that's they a big thing, work. hey. You, yeah. you know, guys, they come in and just like, probably smell like booze. But you know what's funny? Their boss was standing next to them and I was going, fuck, if that was my worker, fuck, he'll be down the road. You know, I said, go home. You know, you're not working today. Mm. And, and while they were... Talking to my workers, I took um, six of my good men up there. So we were all working up there on a job. And this job, um, they were expecting two weeks for us to knock this job over. One week we knocked it over. And and the um, their foreman, yeah, the drunk guy, you know, he, he came over and he spoke to my boys and he said, hey, we should go, um, you know, this was like in the morning, you know, he said, hey, we should go go to the pub, man, near, near where your accommodation, man, there's good pub there, man, and let's go have a big night, there's heaps of girls and blah, blah, blah. And my leading hand there said, nah. Oh, good. Nah. Nah, we don't drink till our job's 100%. And I just said, wow, these guys are... 21 yeah, they're, you're, 21 your crew's young, old. hey? Yeah, the average age is uh, 23. Yep. And and also who I am, you know, just finding the love, you know, like I, I, I love people now, you know, because I know what it's like on the other side. And <laughs> and and just pouring love into um, um, everyone I meet, you know, even my children, you know, and um, even Jackie. Uh, pouring a lot of love, um, you know, to my sons. It's been massive, you know, when for them also doing the workshops and that. And when I see them on site, you know, when we see each other, we don't see anyone else. Yeah. We have a big hug and they kiss me and they go, fuck, I love you, Dad. And I was going, fuck. This is what you get when you do the work and, and, and be that example for 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 people in your kingdom. When you set the example <clears throat> and you set the standards, yeah, you'll get it. And that's what you've set. You know what the standards are and you've created that environment and now it surrounds you. Oh, man, yeah. And, and, and just being surrounded by it because that's what I'm giving out every day, you know, mm. and, and doing those morning rituals. Yeah. Man, thanks, bro. You know, because hey, I bro. because I've taken a lot from 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 your morning rituals and and doing that shit. Fuck, fourteen months straight now. Every morning I have to do something. You know, um, four or five things. And, and if I'm uh, free or have a late start, I'll take it up to maybe about eight mm. things to do in the morning before I start my day, and it um, fills my cup. Man, my cup is full every day. I, I think I got a jug now, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. it, again, I just feel so, so. Um, I just feel alive every day, you know, and and loving life. That's where I am now, and just loving everyone, you know. Oh, it's oh. crazy. I love that. I love that. I want to quickly ask you about your book as well. Did you end up getting your book out? Oh, no, my book's not out. It, it, it's so funny that it's been to the editors and mm. it's coming back. Oh, oh, I've got it at home. And they've, they've asked me to go over what they've edited. Okay. And I said, okay. But I've added stuff to it. Oh, so yeah, I've right. added another couple hundred words. And when I was doing a meditation, um, 
a few days ago said, don't fucking touch anything, Aleki. Just leave it. Or it's going to go on forever. Just read it and hand it back. And I said, okay, that's it. Just read stop it. Stop trying to add. Yeah, like stop trying to add. Yeah, because I'm, um, um, yeah, like I added like another couple hundred words and I said, yeah, yeah, okay. So so I'm three quarters um, to the end. And I was going, fuck, no more. If not, it's never going to get published. Yeah. So I said, nah, that's it. Reading it, then handing it back uh, for the final edit and then coming back for me to read then but I don't I don't need to read it yeah I know and believe that it's all ready it's all ready to go yeah man Mm. man, I'm I'm looking forward to it I want to ask you we're going to wrap it up with the last couple of questions that I always ask everyone fly away man if you had one wish to change anything in this world what would it be oh I wish I could have loved earlier in my life instead of loving in the back end. Oh, anyway, I'm only about halfway, halfway now in my life, but I wish I could love earlier, you know. Yeah, you learn to love people earlier in your lifetime rather than blocking and, and not receiving and giving. Yeah, yeah, to fully, fully love, you know, and, and standing in where I am today. I know it's per- perfect right now, this time and place, but wish it was earlier, you know. Mm. Would have been more to give, more, yeah, uh, making a difference You know earlier. what? A lot of uh, those mm. younger men that are in All Brothers United mm. are going to be able to learn to love a lot earlier. So oh, man. You've, yeah. uh, You've actually been able to gift that to them from your, from your, from that. You've been able to give that to them, to them, so that they can love earlier. Yeah, yeah, bloody oath. Um, that's a blessing, brother. It is. And then I got one more question. What is some words of wisdom? Like, what's some advice or words of wisdom? If you have a quote that you live by, is there something that you say to yourself? Yeah, there was a quote that I. Um, that I came up with yesterday. Did you? Okay. <laughs> and it was so funny. <clears throat> and I said, um, opinions and judgment is like dog shit. <laughs> Don't fucking touch it or, or roll in it. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, That's I t- true though. Yeah, I told my uh, my coach, um, I, I had a business coach and... Um, when I told her, she was in stitches. So it was funny, you know. She goes, oh, I can't believe it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you better own that one. You better own that one. Opin- <laughs> opinions and... Um, judgment. Judgment. From others. Yeah, it's like dog shit. It's like dog shit. It is don't true. touch it don't or roll in it. it. <laughs> don't go picking it up. Yeah, don't pick it up or even smell it. Yeah, just leave it. Just leave it. Walk past. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, guess what, brother? That's going to be a show to, for today. Um, just want to say a big thank you and sending you my love, as always, that I'm looking forward to growing and, and we've been around. And I want to actually just say that for the people out there watching and listening, Aleki was one of the very – he actually was the very first person that I ever interviewed or I tried <coughs> to interview. And um, it was at th- this house just like – in the lounge room and, yeah, and yeah, I had yeah. it on on a kind of friggin' phone <laughs> and we sat down and we did it and we spoke about this and um from then I, I watched it and I was like, Man, I was like, people's stories deserve better. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, if I'm gonna tell people's stories, if I'm gonna be a story artist, I need to tell it right. Yeah, yeah. And and just from then to here, I was going yeah, we were talking about it this morning. I said, Man, Luke it's like you having um, a bicycle. Now you've upgraded to a Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> I went all in, bro. I went all in. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and 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 big acknowledgement for Luke, my brother Luke here. Man, I've I've never seen anyone go all out on, on, on what he put his mind to. You know, it's it, it's fucking crazy. You know, like I get inspired by 
his work ethic, his commitment and drive, it's fucking massive, bro. And it inspires me. And even even um, my workers watch watch mm. you and go, fuck that man, that Luke man, fuck he, he's always doing something, you know. And yeah. and I say, fuck that. That's how you ought to be. When you see people like that, and I say, see, that's the example. Mm. You ought to be. You know, just stay busy. Stay busy. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. And yeah. to you too, bro, for showing up. Showing up's a big thing, and, and you've set that example for me and many others in their circle as well. So big love, <coughs> and thank you. But uh, for all the listeners out there, that is our show today. Uh, if you could hit that subscribe button down there if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave a review, rate us, or follow us on Instagram or Facebook as well. Send you guys love. Send you some love, Alecky. Yeah, Thank love you. you, brother. Love you, brother. Thank you, man. Peace. Love See you on man. the next one. I'm Mr. Hecker. And if you don't know, now you know that is our show for today. I appreciate your love, your support. Please have a beautiful, lovely day. If you could, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. That would be much appreciated. Until then, peace and love, and I'll see you on the next one.